Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that Buddha consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday at 8 o'clock, we are now going to make this is the hottest day of the week. Lovers in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air same that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding lovers in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Right. 
my voice shapes in the zoo, trapped like a calendar.
and putting that to the mouth. I drank water, but not because I, I still did to get my exercise and exercise and all that. I meditate. Uh, I didn't put anything, I didn't eat, I didn't consume any hard substances like that too anything throughout the sun hours. We did the shadow hours, you know, take a meal down, some salad and stuff. It's pretty decent too, the exchange was alright. Um, some emotional exchanges too. That's what I brought about the uh, idea of doing Rachel Hilling tonight and just speaking on that. And uh, sometimes it's like the, the divine world of the hidden intelligence and that, you know, ancestral information or just the intelligence in general. I mean, dealing with it, sometimes the, the emotional value of it can be increased due to the environment around. I mean, not just being that it's Christmas and all that, but it was like I was upstairs the other day. I was working out and everything, so I'm hitting the bag, but I got the... I got the uh, meditation music playing in the background, like Tibetan, Tai Chi, Qigong, meditation music, something off YouTube, whatnot, something that's cool, though. That's what I, I usually I do my exercise, exercise to, like my Tai Chi, Qigong, hard exercise, whatever it may be, blah, blah. But this day I was doing blah, blah, and, and I was punching the bag right this moment. I was like, he's tapping it, doing some, just light work, just punching it a little bit, getting some off. Uh, some exchange with the bag and, and muscle memory and technique a little bit, whatever. So I'm hitting the bag and all of a sudden, I mean, I mean, listen to the music, but this is the environment. So the music has this tone and melody to it. I'm hitting the bag and all of a sudden, I start thinking about my pops. And I start thinking about, well, my people, too, my teacher, who has a um, melanoma, like a, can, you know, cancer. He had it for a few years, like 20 years or something, but he beat it twice. And, you know, but, and all that, he's been doing good and that thing, but all in all, a couple of weeks ago through the um, autumn, I guess about like October to November, the end of November, he had uh, developed a COVID that eventually turned to pneumonia. And, you know, because he got cancer and all that. Cancer, had, being, being a cancer patient, people with cancer have a weakened immune system um, in general. So he kept getting sick, but eventually, he, you know, doing the guns and he's a, he's a traditional Chinese medicine. Doctor too, so he did some active pressure and active puncture on himself, and uh, he got well. You know, it took a little minute, but that's what it do. You know, sometimes. So, but uh, so I'm hitting the bag and everything. I'm thinking about all that, you know, and how in general, just you know, think about life, you know, family, friends, life in general. With people, I'm going through, and that music in the background, you know, in my environment, the the melody and everything. So I start. I started, like, crying and hitting the bag at the same time. It was like yin and yang, right? In one moment, I'm actually punching the bag with all this, like, not really aggression, but I'm, I'm hitting the bag, and then all of a sudden I get to the vision and I start crying. And all these different thoughts of what, of uh, family members and, and whatnot and, and friends and, and, you know, my structures and my structures and just all these different people in my life. And they're just in general, just people, just things that's happening. And I, you know, I start crying again. I thought about it. I said, "Hold on, let me exchange. Let me transform, transfer this emotion back into uh, a higher emotion, or you know, exchange this emotion, and let's turn it into something more positive to where it could cause the, the um, whatever the manifestation of you not to be on that level of uh, 
of distraught or, or, or of grief, so to speak. So I have the exchange of turn to courage and, you know, happiness, joy, you know, wisdom. And I looked into the organs and, you know, I did the inner smile technique. And and then all of a sudden I got a phone call and I went to the phone. I was about to go to the bar and I got a phone call. And forgive me, sister, on that because uh, that's what I was going through at the moment. It just so happened my ex-wife came over there at the, at the same time with her son to do some dry clothes or something. So he came upstairs and he we was up there talking about stuff. And he's like eight years old and he wants to know everything. You know, children are good to have, a, you know, a, a learning knowledge of uh, Want to want to be able to fill that that tank and not just walk around unknowing. Because he always asks me, "I want I want to eat healthy like you." <laughs> he say stuff like that, you know. I like, you know, I do my best. Yeah, you know, this is an eight year old uh, young man, and uh, you know, when they see things like that, it really helps them develop psychologically as well as in, as into being. A, an adult with the vision or an image of someone else doing something that may be against the grain, but might be just what they need. You know what I'm saying? Just what, that's, that's what we are here for. We are here to somewhat like implant information by action, not solely only by words. You know, we can do a lot of things with words, you know, by saying things with the activity within the symbol. You know what I'm saying? Who is the leader? And um, as far as like A, B, C, D, as the symbol exists, who's the leader of the house of Orleans? So A, B, and C, well, he's the leader of the house that holds position or stands his ground. C means camel foot or foot or stand, B house, and A is leader. So A, B, C's. You know A, B, C's. And we, we do. So it's just, you know, it's a process remembering that it's not just what we're talking about, it's what we're doing. So don't talk about be about it. It's one of the old cliches of the day. So, so today's subject is actually we're going to be activating some great changes. That was one of the reasons why, because, I you know, I know it's a lot going, out here, going on out here with uh, cancer patients and, you know, in general, a lot of, my family members, uh, a lot of our friends, people we knew when we was growing up. Uh, and, I mean, I'm 39, you know what I'm saying, three seconds old. But I've already lost, uh, well, not lost, uh, you know, what they say, but I've, I've seen few people that I went to school with going to transition pretty pretty soon off of, uh, in general, basically cancel or some type of, uh, some type of lifestyle choices that uh, may have, led to their demise untimely, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, and this is, uh, as we were speaking on before, this is due to certain activities that take place externally in our environment and how our environment can change or can transform our mentality and the way we would rightfully uh, be or do um, mainly on the on the premises of what it is in front of us. So the true heart intent of every individual way to do itself when, in general, when um, left beat, humans are primarily righteous. 
if there were no one, if there was no one sitting in some type of seat of, of power, a few people in power and the many were the subjects or the, the subjugated, you know, somewhat like you know, we got tyrants and then we got, you know, slaves or whatever. That's, you know, there'll be others or whatever. And then we got these tyrants just trying to, but if there was no one in the seat of power to try to, um, I guess, uh, I mean, I don't know, like separate the masses into different categories of, you know, of beings or and everything else inside of that to, co- to cause confusion. There was no one there to cause any type of confusion or competition to where we would have to say, I oppose this authority. If there was no authority there to say, hey, you know, you got to bow down or you got to do this this way, do this that way, do this, put your seatbelt on. You know, you got to have a license. If there was no type of authority there, then we would be righteous. Everything would be okay. If everyone had the same amount of power and everyone gave and um, received that level of power, then it would be a balanced reality. I mean, in general, I mean, I had to talk about from the perspective of, uh, like, lateral, what we see the world literally, linear, like right here in front of our face and how we see it each day. I mean, it will be from our vertical position as well. We'll be able to activate more of our higher intelligence. Stress is external. You know, and if you're stressed, then the DNA binds up. You know, you're not, we sometimes, you know, that stress leads to a, a blockage or a congestion of body of the circulatory system basically and the blood ain't flowing properly then of course we're not gonna have an abundance of of health. So therefore we're not gonna have an abundance of uh vitality or energy to be able to go to the point and or even exceed what our goals are in our creative process or imagination. So you know it doing do doing, you know what I'm saying? It's not the doers, it's the doing. It's not the the actors, the action. So uh, we're gonna do some reggae in a few minutes. We um build up to that point though. Um at the moment as I was speaking also uh, on on as I was you know, the heart intent, you know, so the heart intent or when I was punching the bag and how my, the, the heart intent was punching the bag at first, you know, from getting it off or whatever. Then all of a sudden it changed to, uh, I love it. I started hugging the bag. It was crazy. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So uh, after that, yeah, it was like I need a hug. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, like but this is Christmas or whatever. And so I'm thinking about Pop Dukes and everything. It's like the second year of uh, his transition and all that. So it's like I'm dealing with this and, like, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm seeing these little images in my mind. I get over it. I give thanks for the phone call. That really did help. I know it seemed like something different was going on, but I love y'all the same. Give thanks, you know. You didn't know what was going on at the moment. I really don't like it. You know, boy, it's all good. I I, I love you, you know. <laughs> but because uh, there was something else going on after that. But, uh, but um, so... Also, what led to this, I was watching, uh, well, 
this um, pertains to intent, heart intent. I was watching something on TV. I had to, I was at work um, that Friday, and something came on. It was like a Christmas church special or something, right? So uh, the preacher was talking about how healing and stuff and answering prayers and all that, and you know, and having people in the congregation come up to um, ask him to do stuff for him. But he was like. People who were not prosperous were not prosperous because they uh, were active. They were, you know, connected to the prosperity line or something like that. But they was always talking about being poor and struggling. So I, I, I got that part a little bit. You know, what I'm saying I understand it. It's really it's mind over matter, basically. So the heart intent. My mind is like always saying I'm prosperous and you know and all that, and that's what it's going to be. So at any rate, so. Someone called in, well, I guess not called in, but a, con- a congregation member came up to him and was like, uh, it's another member in our congregation that I'm praying for that uh, has some problems with finances or something, and they asked me to pray for him, and I just, uh, you know, and I've been praying for him. So she preached that. The preacher said, no, no, no. Did you come to me uh, two months ago and ask me to pay a couple of bills for you or something? Your line of prosperity is not connected. You can't get no money for this person or help this person like that. And I heard that. And I'm like, what? How can this preacher tell this woman that if her heart intent is going in the direction of giving assistance to this woman? If she feel the compassion and the love and the humility to go about, and if it, I mean that's what it's about in there, you know, in that religious fashion, to pray for someone to receive or whatever, outside of their own uh, activity of doing something for themselves, then that's what, if that's what her heart and sense was, then that's what's up. You know, we all are connected to the so-called mind matrix or whatever, the, the all, you know what I'm saying? So the um, the mind is all, all is mind. So since everything is interconnected, that little prayer can go right to the mind matrix and then go and be delivered to whoever was um, needing to receive that, but he put a little damper in that connection with his neck, well, with that lower vibration of authority saying that he is the one you got to go through in order to get that because she ain't connected due to her not having prosperity line or whatnot because she asking for money through him. But that was that's what she's been taught to do in the first place. But when we know that we have that which knowledge itself basically, but when we know that we are all interconnected to that basically with to be dark energy or dark matter that first cell, then we can go into that same state. You know what I'm saying? Um who was it? It was uh it was back in nineteen twenty seven, a conference, um the conference in Brussels, Belgium and it was they found out that it was a proposal. Now, this is like speculation that on mind over matter, but this was all deleted from mainstream physics. They actually did experiments. We talked about what was called collapsing the wave function, but they actually did experiment, experiments in physics that, that um, came up with the theory that the mind of the scientist or the researcher or the observer was actually affecting the outcome of the experiment. So every time they looked at the experiment, it would change what would happen. So they're saying that whenever we put 
thought or mental energy to something that's already in front of us, then it pretty much changes the effect of what should be taking place naturally. They hid it. I ain't saying hid it, but yeah, they kept it out of mainstream uh, physics or uh, the information that was developed through to that eventually is developing quantum physics what we have today. Um, even the scientists like uh scientists like uh, Albert Einstein, who was uh who was also present during in that conference in nineteen twenty seven, he even stated that anyone that becomes involved in the pursuit of science, which is basically the pursuit of knowledge, becomes convinced that there is a spirit or there is intelligence that is manifest in all the laws of the universe, and that intelligence is vastly superior to that of man. Even though he says vastly superior to that of man right there, and this is a quote of um, Albert Einstein, that superior part should be uh, vastly interconnected to that of man. So the spirit or the intelligence that manifests in the laws of the universe is an intelligence that is vastly interconnected to that of man. Superior is a, another word of authority, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a good word, as long as we, you know, we use it, supreme, superior, yet still we are all interconnected to something that is when right in its balance, when living in accordance to who you are from a heart level, from the true intent, then there will be a balance. There would not be a left or right or a wrong or right. Everything, you know what I'm saying, everything will be in conjunction to the persona of the one who was personifying what is taking place in their personification of the personal reality as it is, you know what I'm saying, propagating or becoming. And that goes back to knowledge itself, which also goes back into physics or the cell, the first cell, which is now itself. The self is the cell. You know what I'm saying? So um and remember spirit is not when we speak on spirit or intelligence, it's not a mechanical forces of nature. You know, the four forces of nature are, are gravity, electromagnetism, um, the weak and strong forces. So these this spirit is consciousness or intelligence. It's, it's like the hidden light of intelligence, the dark energy, dark matter and stuff. Inner and, and outer knowing access to information. You know what I mean? So, this universal, this intelligence is alive, just as alive as we are, as I speak and as we, as I move, as you move and as you um, go about in your day to day, there's an abundance of what we would call electromagnetic energy, which is one of the forces of nature, and there's also an abundance of gravity. And it's also in the blindness of weak strong force. Yet, this are these are the mechanical or these are the linear or the physical activities that are taking place on the pathway of intelligence. See, life or and is developed through breath. Breath is the pathway of the intelligence. And that would be the head light of intelligence. Something that we can't really attune to in a uh, in a physical sense, through visuals or through even smell, whatever we can activate concepts of what these things may be. But this is the 
function and become uh, who we are as some of our supreme beings or God heads or, or God bodies. And um, and these are these are um, again concepts, but at the same time, spirit shouldn't be looked at like it's something spooky, you know, in the sky. The word spirit is tied into breath, you know, spirit ray, spirit touch, spirit. You know, this is, these are Latin words we we all know of. So to breathe or intelligence, the intelligence which is the breath, the breath, basically Latin, uh, what's called uh, Thatnik uh, Khan, basically is a Hindu yoga type of book or it's dealing with philosophy that's dealing with uh, mindful meditation. I think the Thatnik Khan is the teacher of mindfulness or the teacher of breathing, basically. So it's a translation of uh, not Khan is, is breathing or mindfulness. So when one is mindful of the breath, they're mindful of the pathway of life because the breath is the avenue or it's the connection from um, spirit to physical. And that's intelligence, basically. Intelligence to the physical. So that breath is what's bringing the intelligence into it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's also connected with the physical. It's also connected with the intelligence. So it's all one. Once we connect, once we disconnect the, the breath from the spirit and the physical, then that's when the emotional mishaps um, occur as well as the physical mishaps because the body is not um, acquiring and attaining and retaining um, the necessary amount of oxygen breath to learn to do. All right, so... Um, As these cells rejuvenated through certain activities, then we can then also rejuvenate the external reality. So we're going to go into within a second. There's also another with the tips and tricks. I wanted to since we're talking about cancer. Well, since cancer is was was not the um, the ailment that is produced out of um, what we would call ailment or the way the body, I don't want to be negative, but the way the body naturally produces um, or naturally introduces immunity or defense is sometimes through um, one of the most, well, the most natural way for the body to heal itself is through uh, anesthesia. Sometimes you have to go through pain to receive to gain um, equilibrium or struggle to see what it is that we are struggling for. Yet still, it, it, the, these things can be alleviated, these, like cancer, whatever it may be taking place within the body, it can be um, mended. So I thought, you know, uh, would come, well, basically, Spirit led me to read through the table of cancer, a cancer battle plan. I'm just going to go over a couple of steps, these tips and tricks to help with one who may be out there with ailing from any type of, uh, well, that may be going through um, the transition of the body healing and what the uh, allopathic medicine calls disease or cancer. 
yet, yet and still really is just the body. The only thing the body knows how to do is to heal itself. So it's always going to Every night we go to bed, even if we ain't the healthiest person in the world, the body is attempting to heal itself every time we lay it down. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the day, it's not it's doing as much, but at night, it's mostly definitely the melatonin is um, activated through the pineal gland at night. It is definitely going through the processing of rejuvenation. You know, that's what it's supposed to be doing at those hours um, between 9 to about 6 or 10, you know, to about 6 in the morning. It's definitely jumping off at 11.30 to about 3. So try to have, your, you know, yourself and your family in the bed and snug tight, you know what I'm saying, about 10. So you can be in that, about in that, going into that second state of sleep in the REM, you know what I'm saying, to where you get to a relaxed state by 4 o'clock, you know, be resurged by 6 and you're ready to go. Because the melanin is basically cheek too, it's vitality, you know what I'm saying. So in or out, you're breathing more. We should be breathing differently while we sleep so we get more oxygen to the body so it's going to naturally, you know, breathing deeper um, is naturally relaxing too, so that's going to produce a melatonin out of the um, So a few steps. It's uh, all dealing with this can be done even if you don't have a, a if, even if you're not going through a serious transition as uh, far like as what they call cancer or anything. This is you can be detoxing or whatever. You know, just basically you want to keep yourself together. I do the carrots and stuff like that, but this is, I'm going to go through it. All right, first, uh, you want to know your enemy. So in dealing with obtaining uh, cancer, what causes cancer and what treatments make the most sense. So when you know the enemy and what causes the cancer, which will basically be toxicity, thing that is going to be acid forming. So that's uh, like over-protein doing too much protein, um, over-processed foods, over-meat, or doing meat in general, the best thing for it. I feel in general, this is my own opinion. I'm not a doctor, so, you know, or whatever. I'm not even diagnosed with this. this is my, and everybody has opinion, you know, right? But, yeah, instead of this from my own intuitive opinion, if uh, someone is uh, does have cancer or something that has developed to that degree, uh, it will be wise to go to a raw food diet you know, ASAP, you know, cut out, um, cut out any cooked food at all, just go straight raw. Um, basically, um, I would recommend blending or, you know what I'm saying, mushing it down as much as possible. Your nutrients aren't taken out of, uh, your, your blends when you, when you make smoothies and all that, your, your vitamins and, and uh, minerals aren't. 90% that's bull junk. I saw, I did check that. I researched that, and the doctor who stated that has no field test. He hasn't went out there and actually did any experiments to acquire and, and observe. He hasn't observed to acquire any type of conclusion that these uh, his uh, accusations are right or true. They're only uh, speculations and, the, and hypothesis. They haven't been on. Uh, Actually, theoretically, you know, yeah, maybe I, you know, some nutrients are taken out because you're, you're, you know, adding water and different things like that. You know, may produce a some type of chemical exchange where certain nutrients might not be activated properly. Yet, and still, 
think he said it was only like five percent of the nutrients available. That doesn't make sense to me because what for what I look at it like this um, is already broken down already. So that means the body has to do less work to get the nutrients. I think what he was saying is the osmosis or something like that was going on or something was pulling the nutrients out by putting it in the blender. It was causing, the stem was causing the nutrients to be pulled out. But whatever the case, uh, there's no value, it was no value to that, no real truth. So you can blend, blend your drinks, I mean, your food if if you would like, it's easier for it to go down into for uh, the vitamins and minerals to assimilate to the blood. Properly. All right, so cut off the enemy. Number two is cut off the enemy supply lines, detox your body. So you cut off the toxicity, you know, the GMO foods, genetically modified foods, whatever, all that, salt, sugars, all white uh, foods, potatoes, um, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anything that is in the middle aisles of uh, the grocery store. There, you have to select your, you know, be very selective and discern, discernible about what you need um, at, at that at that that moment. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, salt sugar, most definitely, if you're doing salt sugar, don't get um, NaCl. You know, sodium chloride or that Morton stuff. But if you're gonna do something, you know, do sea salt. If you're gonna do it, you know, what I'm saying, if you're gonna do any oils or greases. Like I said, basically no cooking if you do have uh, a series type of uh, um, what they would call cancer going on. So if you have something like that going on, try to go raw. But if you're going to do oil and cook, like simmer, vegetables, something like that, olive oil and coconut oil would be a wise decision. Um, and I'll definitely get some um, apple vinegar apple cider vinegar uh, helps out throughout the process. Um, and this is just with cutting off the enemy supplies. So cut off those, uh, that sugar, salt, and anything that's processed, go natural and definitely go as raw as possible. Number three is rebuild your natural defense system by eating live foods. So that's raw, you know what I'm saying? So try to do everything with light. You know, try to get away from dead food, which would be um, ignorance or dark. You know, especially at that, you know, this is a rejuvenation thing. And if you've seen Swamp Thing, the Swamp Thing, the dude was uh, like a plant, you know, basically uh, something come out the swamp. But he could, uh, if he lost a limb, he could put his arm out into the sunlight and it would grow back. So you would want, if you want to, if you were losing something within your body, you want as much direct access to sunlight to help that uh, situation be re- to rejuvenate or to be um, reconstructed or to be able to regain uh, and reconstitute what was there before. So you put your arm out to the, or your liver out to the spine by, by putting more water or acidizing aspects in it. Um, I looked at it like this, you know, you got your animals. So we have four transitions, or so to speak, of uh Nature, so so you have uh, animals, then you have vegetation, then you have uh, like uh, then you have air, 
son. So I was just looking at it like that. I know it's kind of strange how it sounds like that, but you had a son which cools down to air and water. And then you have fish that live in the, the water and birds that live in the air. But you have the grass right here and the fish and the animals that fly and all that. But you have these animals on the ground that eat the grass, you know what I'm saying? But you have, oh, the humans. You have humans over here. So that's the fourth element. Fourth system. We have the human that eats the animal. The animal eats the grass. The grass comes from the water and the air. And the water and the air comes from the sun. So I looked at it like, if I, if I know that everything is going through a, you know, steps and stages. And then, you know, that means it's a process. So something is going to be missing in each process. Something is going to be missing. It's like gossip, you know. Some of that information might not be the right information through each process. And by the time it reaches to whoever it's supposed to get to or whatever, it ain't the same thing. And then we got to, you know, fight breaking out. But anyway, so the um, information goes from human, well, it goes from sun to uh, water and air, or air and water, to the grass, to the animal, to the human. I'm like, well, maybe the human bypassed the animal, and then bypassed, maybe he bypassed the grass, the vegetables and fruit. Maybe he even bypassed the water and go directly to the sun. Maybe that would, you know, influence that elevation process of healing or whatever it may be, like, you know, talk about a little bit hastier would be the sun. What's the equivalent to um, the sun? I'm eating the sun. That would be like sun gazing, but meditation, basically, um, you know, solaric cosmic energy, solaric electric and cosmic energy, it would basically be um, meditation or um, obtaining the intelligence or why life force energy key, you know, life force energy or um kind of lean prana, you know, um Dumo, Dumo breath or no I'm the Lung Lung, Divine Spirit energy up to the Bay. That was suggestion. So these are this energy, this the permeating energy of the universe. So we would have to uh just eat in a lot of foods in these types of places or just in general period will be a, a connection to the source, a greater connection to the source because you won't definitely want to be food in if you have uh, if that situation, this type of situation going on with cancer that you won't still want to eat and you know, put something in. But if you can eat and if you are eating and if you, you know, will not try to do live food, do live food as much as possible. That means raw food of all um, fruits and vegetables. Don't cook them. Just uh, cut them down or blend them, you know what I'm saying? Eat it raw as possible, all right? Um, number four is um, bring in reinforcements. That means um, a dietary supplement. You know, you, each individual is different, so you have to be assessed by, you know, your local naturopathy or uh, health uh, care practitioner. I would recommend naturopathy or he's a certified natural health professional. As myself, I'm a certified natural health professional, still in school for the natural path. But I am here to assist and uh, cease. 
any type of help with uh, one regaining and obtaining uh, homeostasis or balance within their health. You know, so help you obtain, you know, it, it is our responsibility, each individual's responsibility to do it for But I, I know some tips and tricks that are uh, help myself and others as well. So give thanks um, for the ancestors for laying down that path for be able to obtain that information. All right. So um so we build I mean, uh, bringing the reinforcements that would be supplementation, vitamins and minerals. All right. Um, maintain a, a good high morale. So keep your spirit up. Um always uplift yourself through positive affirmations and um Positive words, you know, saying it's very positive to to always. You you remember with the um, power words into the DNA or to our failure structure when we have um, thoughts of words of compassion, love, and, and honor and humility. Then, uh, or, or what when I do, um, DNA expands and opens up, and on the opposite end, of a, a, a lesser degree of uh, emotion or the feeling is. Um, Feelings are of a lesser degree of emotion or fear than the, the DNA types of codes. So we want that DNA to open up for him. So that would mean maintain um, high morale. So keep the spirits up by always having high elevated thoughts and keep the inner smile going throughout the healing process. And um, that is done basically through, um, that is done basically through just. Mindfulness and, you know, being able to open my eyes or, you know, stabilizing the heart to walk in truth. So staying balanced within the heart, right there in the heart section, the heart region by not allowing the emotions to be overbearing with uh, fear elements. And he's changing those emotions, transforming those emotions, those negative emotions into positive emotions. With positive thoughts, love, compassion, humility. You know, uh, just always being sincere within the um, with higher intent and not a lower force of energy. All right, so number six, carefully select your health, professional health. Um, that's why I was saying with the, um, you know, it's best to get a natural path. Someone who deals in in natural healing, because a doctor or your health practitioner may be may be on that level of where they only have what they have been instructed to do. That's where they only that's the road they will stay on. So, if they have been instructed to um, prescribe one of those ten thousand medicines or whatever, chemically, synthetically, chemically um, involved. Um, medicine, and that's what you or even uh, chemo or radiation that they may uh, recommend or someone to go through those processes as well. Naturopaths tend not to do that, all right? So uh, try to find a good naturopath in your, in your region or a good certified natural health professional. Okay. Um, what's no cancer can lead to all types of things like death, of course. But the thing is, it's a, it's a culture disorder. A cancer cells that are no longer metabolizing oxygen, as a normal cell would do, to provide like, energy and vitality to the body. 
So that means there's no exchange of um, Kundalini or Prana or Chi. So the vitality is blocked due to these um, monstrous uh, cells. It's like you got a you got an ocean or you got a river, and then you put a dam in the middle of the river to stop or impede the flow of the, um, the natural flow of that river. Because some city, some man, you know, whatever cells is cancerous and want to take over something by going in and, and what they call terraforming or or changing the natural outlay of an environment to um, pretty much uh, go into uh, how that person or those people's how they want it to be. But uh, so you know when. There's uh, no oxygen, we're not going to the cells, and there's no energy for those organs to be able to be vital or even to rejuvenate through that uh, healing process at night. So we definitely want to be calmed and to breathe properly. So meditation has always been my medication. Um, and we're going to go through, like I said, we're going to do that Reiki healing in a second. So, but also... Um, uh, liver detox for this is the cancer battle plan still. So a liver detox it plays a very essential role in um, digestion as far as the liver and assimilating um, nutrients into the blood because of the enzymatic action or the metabolizing of the nutrients from the food that the liver does. So the liver is very important in that role of digestion, assimilating vitamins and minerals from the food into the body. It also serves as a filtration system that removes um, any type of, that removes like, you know, toxic substances from the bloodstream that um, can also produce cancer cells or toxic cells. One good thing for the liver is uh, a coffee enema. So coffee enema, basically, not you want to use the same thing as making a regular enema or a regular enema, you just put coffee in the, in the water of the enema. You can look that up online, coffee enema. But uh, it's recommended for some for cancer patients to do that because it stimulates the liver and the gallbladder function and it helps to remove the, uh, the toxin producing bile. It helps um, where it opens up the bile ducts and helps the flow of the bile into um, the liver and it helps with the peristaltic action or the, the undulating, circulating action of the intestinal activity as it, as the food is processed and then assimilated and broken down into the into fine little pieces and then goes into the bloodstream. Uh, apples is another good tips and tricks. Eating apples because they are very high in malic acid, pectin, and enzymes. So that means you have more power because you know with the enzymes that means enzymes are the light of the battery. You know, without the lights, so there ain't nobody coming to work. So ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we need to we need those enzymes or that power to be able to have all the other functions of the body to even do anything. Otherwise, it would just be a pump, nothing, with no electricity. Um, 
a carrot juice. The carrots are, are high in beta carotene, and that is good for the liver and bowel flow as well. So the carrots has always been good for any type of just being healthy in general. Yeah, give me one second. I'm going to answer this. Okay, yeah, yeah, we should be back in here. Um, and I was at the uh, what was I talking about? Apples or carrots? Yeah, carrots. So, um, another good thing though, after carrots, lemon juice. Lemon mm-hmm. juice has that antiseptic effect on the body. You know, it cleanses out. Um, yeah, yeah, when in a fast in the animal, of course. Uh, remember when we fast. That means all that dead material is or dead cells is being is evacuating the body, and the disease like tissues or that morbid like matter is, is being burnt out. So the toxic waste and all of that that acidity that is being built up is being loosed and, and expelled from the system through those four routes, which would be like urination, um, uh, gas, um, through the skin. And as well as through evacuate through the anus. So um, the bowel being the main route, if it ain't flowing properly or naturally, then you know this constipation that can cause other issues. But doing a fast, the bowels are naturally not going to uh, move the way that it normally does. So the enema, fasting without an enema, will basically keep the toxins in the body or in the, in the colon and then in turn it will go right back into the body. So the enema is very important during the, the detox and the fast. So if you're going to, if you're going to fast, if you're going to do a two-day fast, three-day fast, be sure to do an enema to actually allow that morbid material to evacuate the body. Otherwise, it's going to stay in there. So the fasting is not really beneficial in that means without an enema. So definitely get that out of the colon and whatnot so it don't be reabsorbed into the bloodstream. And also remember that um, 
degenerative disease is what they call, you know, or cancer, that medicine calls cancer, they're not caused by viruses or bacteria, they're not caused by parasites. They're really caused by the body's response to an inadequate, uh, I guess you could say, metabolic response or metabolic change. So when there's a condition where the cells are being slowly poisoned by uh, the lifestyle, you know, choices, then that's when these disease or degenerative type of um, effects occur. And that is not really a, a, a virus, a bacteria, a parasite, or something that's in the air that we might breathe in. It's something that's taking place over time and that develops into a decreased immunity or immune system. Okay, so... So we have to take charge of the situation. We can't be the victim. We have to say no nay to being a slave to our senses. Thanks for this. Give thanks for even having that situation occur. So because now we have an experience to go through to be able to come out on top. Find humor in the situation. Find something to laugh about throughout that whole you know what I'm saying? Um, transition. And then set goals. Set goals about what you want to see happen at that, you know, through that transition. See yourself healthy. See yourself vibrant. And at the end, the conclusion of all that, see yourself healed. Know yourself to be healed. Know that there's a healing taking place at all times. So, uh, definitely. That's the battle plan right there. The intermittent detox, uh, that helps with the, as we spoke on before, it helps with eliminating all those accumulated toxins in the colon, liver, and kidneys, as well as the bloodstream. So it helps also with strengthening vital organs because you're going to, once that blockage, those blockages are out, then the vitality can go into the organs or the intelligence or, you know what I'm saying, the, the energy can get back that electricity, the enzymes, dark energy, dark matter, to get back to what it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> when that healing has been completed, then other things, when your body, remember, when we, the body, the divine, you know, contributing to the divine soul, when we contribute to the divine soul from a holistic point of view, then we don't have to do as much physical work. When we contribute to the body properly, then there's not a lot of physical things that we have to do. When we keep the body healthy and intact from all perspectives, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, if this body is right and balanced, then the physical activities won't be so mundane and so much of what we call struggle. You know, it will be more on the spiritual side of of our elevation and creation where it's mind over matter activity. That's what they were trying to hide us from because once, like we remember, crashing the wave function means that we are observing something too much. I mean, we're paying too, our attention is being caught up or distracted. But this is the, you know, the uh, intentional manipulation of our emotions. And it's basically betrayed elusively. You're right in front of our face and, and displayed as well by distractions, by external distractions. And we become magnetized, though we we become um, 
we resonate to this energy, to these distractions because of the emotional memory triggers that we have that are normally, you know, overly fueled by what we've seen. You know, we, we call it normal activities or reactions to everyday situations. So this is an intentional manipulation of our, of our emotions. It's taking place always every day, you know, through different things that's going on in our in our circumstance, in our personal environment. And over time, it develops into just memories, you know, or emotional memory triggers that we always have this reactive type of response. You know, so that can uh, also lead to uh, once we have that vitality going back through all the organs properly, then the the natural development that should be taking place when we aren't listening will take place, when we're not distracted, basically. Remember, thousands and thousands of years ago, when we didn't have so many distractions externally, Naturally, we were creating, you know what I'm saying, cultures and civilizations. Naturally, you know, we saw things and, you know, eventually we, um, if we saw that it was not fitting or right, what we call right, we would uh, fix that situation. You know what I mean? So that's the cancer battle plan right there. Give thanks. Um, hopefully it will, you know, help someone out there. That's what That's what we're here for. To assist, you know, we all are here to assist each other as much as possible. You know, one thing that I do not, um, normally I do not uh, value and I do not uh, create any type of interest who is complaining. I, I don't like to complain about anything. I, I, sense, I see the complaint sometimes, and even right, like right now, maybe me complaining about complaining, yet. What I mean is, or what I'm talking about is, uh, you know, it's a waste of breath. Basically, I said it before, to complain is uh, to take away from what may be right there, necessarily what may be what we are looking for. So once we start complaining about whatever's going on, we, we're not really seeing what's taking place. It might be something that we need to learn from. So, you know, I call it complaining, over, I mean, commending over complaining. You know, so we, we should always try to commend the situation, even when it's not going right before us. So uh, I just been thinking about, like, why do I complain? I mean, why do we complain about anything when, uh, when that complaint is not going to fix the situation? So, you know, there, there again, that goes to words and actions. So doing our actions, doing through our actions, we speak our thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we may do something, and it might not even be what we are really thinking. It's just what we're doing because someone else around us is doing so. Get to the get to the habit of actually doing things that we know from my true heart intent to be right for ourselves. You got COVID. Uh, pardon me. I had a normal. What's up? You ain't got COVID. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Yeah, that was my, that 
That was uh, family right there. Um, yeah, so getting that vitality back in, open up those doorways, those pathways, and then get that that manifestation thing going properly through true heart intent. You know, so true heart intent should always come from a high vibration of love or a high vibration of um, what we would think of thought. It's not really thought because once you really, once you're really thinking, then we ain't thinking. You know. I mean, it's uh, like in mindfulness, uh, they say the activity of washing the dish just to wash the dish. Sometimes our mind uh, be caught up on uh, mowing the yard while I'm washing the dishes. So I'm not really washing dishes. And then by the time I go in there to get a cup or someone goes to get a bowl or something, they be like, who washed the dishes? She dirty as heck. Somebody needs to wash the dishes again. So we weren't really paying attention to washing dishes, paying attention to something that ain't happened or occurred yet. Like, so that, that, you know, that stress about tomorrow, that stress about yesterday leaves and takes us away from um, staying in the moment of, of being mindful of what's happening right at that moment. And that would be happiness and joy and compassion. So taking these change of Lord, stressful, uh, you know, thoughts into, you know, acceptance of that moment, acceptance of what's happening at that very time and be happy in that moment, absorb the happiness, even in the discontent. Find a happy, find a happy moment. Stay in a happy place. Stay within that reference of thought. You know, um, you know, when I was up there and I was punching the bag and I saw that, I eventually, I, you know, eventually I went back to myself. I was like, hold on, go to the happy thought. And I thought of my daughter. You know, I was like, you know, I saw my daughter and her smiling with the sun behind her, and I was like, yeah, that's beautiful. You know, it's happiness. So that that helps develop the vitality as well because it opens up. The DNA even wider as soon as that, you know, that smile from those two exchanges being right there at that one moment like that, you know what I'm saying? And that's very powerful to be able to do, do, you know, you in your meditation, you may have done it already or you may, you will do it eventually. You will see, uh, you will go through an emotional um, type of scenario within your meditation where you might feel like crying or that type of emotion again. It will, you, you can, it, it'll change into a happy moment. You start laughing and smiling, and you will feel that energy reassert or just go up and find so, you know, so powerful. Like, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Okay, so, but that is the cancer battle plan. Um, one other thing before we go into Red K. Yeah, that's uh, basically it. I think we hit it. He just on the nose a little bit. Well, yeah, well, it's one other thing. We have, well, we've talked about a few times, but power word basically is power thought, mind over matter, and uh, how what we think in can eventually um, give birth. Remember, the concept of to conceive means to come from the head. Con meaning to come from or to um, begin or whatnot, to come from. Except meaning cap or head. So concept conceive means to come from the brain, so to be born. To conceive a thought sometimes means also to, to bring that thought to a physical reality. So 
when we are saying things to ourselves, sometimes what we're saying can, in turn, develop into something physical, even if I don't mean it. But how can we reprogram some of our thoughts, basically by reprogramming what we're telling ourselves? Like if I told myself that cancer runs in my family, then I'm going to have a cancer gene, then I might as well accept it and die with cancer. If I tell myself everybody in my family fat, and I got the fat gene, I'm just going to be fat, and that's what I'm going to be. You know, if I say that everybody in my family had heart disease, so I'm going to get heart disease, and I'm going to die at a young age too, then I'm just, that's what it's going to be. But if I tell myself I'm not going to cancer just because it runs in my family, then I'm going to get cancer. Or if I say I'm going to lose this weight, I'm not going to be fat or whatever, I'm not going to be overweight or obese just because everyone in my family is, then you won't be. Or if you tell yourself, I'm not going to have heart disease just because everybody in my family died from heart disease, then you can transform that whole situation just through what you're telling yourself. All right, so, you know, over time, we've we've talked about what we have basically led to believe that we have no control over our, our DNA destiny, that uh, we're at the mercy of our, our genetics, and that whatever has been given or passed down through our genes is what we're going to inevitably inherit within our own genetics, psychologically, physically, emotionally, and, you know, as well as, I guess, spiritually through whatever system or, or a train of thought that that has been introduced to. So they have, you know, science has, uh, as well as mainstream and um, esoteric science has known for a long period of time that the DNA and the sequence of DNA, which we think is a double helix, can't be, is a fixed structure and can't be changed. They, they've thought this for a long period of time. Now, it is now being studied and observed that there are innate changes that can be viewed and observed as well through the DNA and altered by means like a magnetic field or a person's positive mental state and intention. The heart or the true heart intent can change the way DNA or the activity of the DNA. So that means we are not exactly what the genetics is telling us. We can change the information within our DNA by telling it what to do, basically, through saying vibration and heart intent. And this, uh, we spoke on it before that, you know, they've done studies and they saw that if you give negative emotions or be feed negative thoughts into the body or to the, the you know, through mind, through the mind thoughts, it causes two strands, those two uh, holographic strands to wind or and become tight. But when we have those heart-centered um, love vibrations, high vibrations of appreciation, of uh, compassion, 
those type of feelings, when those are generated, then two strands would expand. And they would show positive changes, not morbid changes. And by doing so, like we were talking last week, this opens up DHEA, which will increase um, vitality, which also means a decrease in stressors. So that means a decrease in age-increasing type of uh, toxins that are in the body by having uh, an immunity, a stronger immunity with DHA, DHA levels or the human growth hormone and all other hormones in the body being strong to be able to fight out some things and keep the body vital. Or keep vitality or the strength and power within the body. So, you know, we can actually go deep within our DNA and make our body as healthy as possible just by mind, thought, or heart intent and um, verbal or uh, sound vibration. So uh, when our emotion is on a higher vibration, we can reprogram. Um, we can reprogram our so-called DNA destiny, as well as um, we can, as well as through um, sound vibration. So power words and heart intent can bring about. pairing of our DNA. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to repair DNA. And this is one this birthday healing that we're doing tonight is a universal interconnected birthday healing session. And we're going to get it in, you know what I'm saying? I know uh, we've done this a few times before, uh, maybe twice. But it's it's always good to, you know, give back. And this is one way to do it, even if it's just me doing it. But if you you are involved with Ray K and and you've been attuned to it, then please... uh, Assist as far as you know, being the conduit of that energy, that healing energy, and we're going to, um, you know, just um, go out there with that the high vibration and send out high thoughts of healing to all of those that may need it. I need it. Everybody needs it. Ain't nobody, you know, what I'm saying, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody hurts. I like talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I, just, <laughs> I mean, not you know, I mean, not to complain, but it's all love. So. That's uh, you know, just like this attempt. Not really attempt. Let's do this. You know, um, you know, let's help each other obtain balance. You know what I mean? And and that balance is not. It should. I ain't gonna say it should be, but it should not have to deal with any type of competitive uh, means of, of gaining balance. It shouldn't be a seesaw thing, up and down. It should just. It should be a coherence. I mean, like, in place of uh, incoherence or confusion. 
So we, it, all the fear and everything that is being fed to us, we have to uh, have a, a way to dismantle that fear and step away from it. Because it's not true. We know these things for real. It's, it's only as real as we make it. Once we feed into it and start to exchange reactions, which is normally a complaint, you know, or something, but be proactive. And sometimes that means to be non-emotional and non-reactive at all. It's, uh, don't react to the situation at all. Act like it ain't even happened. You know, go the other way. It's an illusion. I mean, sometimes, you know, we want to want to just jump into it with our emotions, but, you know, when we can um, be the stronger man or stronger individual way to do itself in that situation, get the heck on and watch what happens. Watch I mean, what will happen if we don't do it. Do not react to emotions. What will happen? Nothing. Again. So, well, at that at that moment. But what will happen later on since that vitality wasn't exerted or or used or misused? Actually, you still have it for one. But guess what? This is already floating around. And it didn't get ate up in a in the environment by a distraction or our attention. Then it's gonna go and do what it's naturally supposed to be doing because basically the wave function wasn't collapsed by the observer or the researcher looking into the experiment. When we don't have the emotional exchanges, we obtain and retain the vitality or that energy. So that energy is then converted and cultivated into what the natural purposes of our creation would be and is. So there's still a creation process taking place, but it's more on a, somewhat a controlled active state where something externally is controlling the will of uh, the, the mechanisms of creation, of our internal creation process. So uh, the external things that we are viewing and, and going through are being uh, re, uh, a lot, re, are re I guess say reprocessed or recycled on a day to day due to the um, the memory triggers. All right, and this we've talked about these things before in previous episodes. So, so all we are going into sixteen couple of days. So some of the things that we mentioned that I, you know going through with tips and tricks Tuesdays and um and as far as the four directions of health is concerned. In my methodology, I um, tend to try to go in steps. So, you know, in these stages, you want to be able to develop the true intent of the heart. And that was, uh, I think, the heart of the matrix. We spoke on certain things in that manner, as well as uh, the whole message of the hologram, which is basically um, speaking on the intent of the, the heart or the whole message, what is the true message or the Aquarius age or what we speak on like now is Mass Odds, the anointed age, which is the Christ age, the Christ energy, Christ consciousness. And um, we spoke on a few of those type of um, methodology. Like I said, I, I tend to go through, I, I like to go through steps and stages, so there's no complications, but at any rate, one of the things that we have talked about was power words and uh, or 
you know, sound vibration and heart intent. So in the Reiki, there are a few different categories of value that are dealing with sound. It's called Kokiho. That's the word of breath. We breathe, we breathe out a certain, certain symbol that we will make at the roof of our, our mouth with our tongue. And it's called the breath healing. So those four symbols, I placed the four symbols on the slide so so we could see those symbols. Those uh, symbols are um, Tokei Ray. Tokei Ray is the first symbol. That's the power symbol. It uh, it actually enhances the power of the Reiki healing. It's a, it, it symbolizes cleansing and purifying and protecting the physical body. So it enhances the power of the body. It is, as it stated that if it was like a 60-watt wall, at first, once the Choke Ray symbol is uh, infused into the actual Reiki healing, it turns into a uh, 600 watt bulb. So it really enhances the activity of the energy by that spiraling effect and that symbol being um, submitted into the face and visual face of the Reiki healing. Um, say Heike, say Heike, that's the, um, the symbol that looks almost like a head with the mouth and the nose. That symbol. It's for the emotions that brings about balance and harmony within the most. That's when balance any type of past issue. Let's say hey K. And this is the uh, manner and the sequence that I will go through that we will go through as far as um when we when we actually do the Reiki healing in a few minutes. Uh, now after this so it's Tokei Ray, it's the power symbol. Say hey K, that's the emotional Unbalancing symbol, then this Han Shop Bishonin, that's the distance symbol. Um, this symbol helps connect um, all individuated dual cells across um, time and space for distance healing. Alright, so that's Han Shop Bishonin, and that's the symbol. It's a longer symbol, has all the symbols in it, it looks like it could be a second towards the bottom of it and the present thing. Uh, and the last symbol is Dekemayo. Dekemayo is the master symbol. This symbol um, it brings about the empowerment and it also helps bring about an enhancement of the actualization and the tumors. The tumors doing the Ray K healing. So while we do the Reiki healing, this will pass the help pass the treatment and the tumors. They activate the tumors and whatnot that activate the power into the actual Reiki access. So Kimayo is the master symbol. So Kimre, Seheke, Hashazi Shoye, Kimayo. These are Japanese statements and whatnot. So, um, Reiki, some of us may not be familiar with Reiki and the different procedures of Reiki, but 
basically reiki means uh, ray is universal or spirit. Chi is life force or energy. So the universal life force, reiki. Reiki is um, the universal life force energy that permeates the universe and all of reality. It's uh, reiki healing is a natural system of energy healing by what we do is we place our hands near or on one who needs to who is uh, seeking healing. Like laying hands on the church again, you know what I'm saying? Healing things. This energy or this life force that permeates the you know the universe is um is in all layers and activities of reality. You can't see it everywhere, it's melting based. Dark and dark so, what does Ray K do? Ray K helps harmonize and balance the energetic the energetic uh, field by repairing blockages and tears in the energy field, which are being created by disease or unhappy or stress. That's so, Reiki again works by restoring the energetic balance and repairing blocks, the tears in our energy field that have been created by something like stress, like you know whatever emotional reactions or lower emotional reactions. Illnesses happens due to the mind and body being unbalanced. The only way we can reach true wellness and true holistic or a homeostasis is by returning the entire being to harmony and balance. That means the spirit, the mind, the emotions, and the body need to return to a harmonious unit. That's the earth and the universe. So all those forces have to come into one. So those mechanical forces but for force of nature, gravity, electromagnetism, um, we need to be reconnected with the higher force of the spiritual force of nature that brings in and connects all to basically the spirit or that's intelligence. So we, when we do want to heal, we definitely need to desire to heal, and we must know that we are healing. So we always we just always had that thought, you know, that the first thought in our minds should always be there's healing taking place and we are healing. Or we are going about to heal as a ratio master. Because without that motivation and without the true heart intent, being on a high vibration of healing and seeing that visualization, then we'll be doing a half job or no job at all. Must definitely have the affirmation that there is something powerful that it is that it is take place. That is know. It's Ray K. Ray K. Um, healing works on everything in plants, animals, machines, and everything. Um, by basically repairing those energy blocks. And, you know, machines have energy blocks. So 
that breathe while we're still holding that breath comes up to the heart. Then when we are ready to exhale on that, after holding it for three seconds, we exhale for six seconds and let it come up to the pomegranate for each exhalation. So we're going to be filling up the energy in all the three dantians or the three elixir fields that they speak on. So we put in vital energy of oxygen, basically, into those the, the sacral region, into the solar plexus region, or the you know thymus gland, the heart region, and as well as into the um, third ventricle and the hypothalamus, the thymus region, where the pineal gland, the cord is located. So we're going to go into all those three regions to store the energy in those those areas, and then from there we're going to go into uh, we'll come out of the come out of that meditation to obtain the energy, and then we're going to retain it or keep the energy and cultivate it for a minute, just while I'm off air or when I I'm at the um, about 28 hertz love intention, the heart intention frequency in the background playing. So to help enhance it, you know, we really don't need it because it's all love, you know what I'm saying? You know, everything is love. You had that vibration, you know, resonating through you anyway. So, but uh, anyway, I'm still playing in the background just for reference. And um, from there, we'll go into the Reiki Hill. All right, so about five minutes for this to breathe in, breathe out for five minutes, and then we'll get back into it, all right? I'm going to play this in the background. Be right back with you in this audience. All right, peace.
good and rejuvenated. Yes, I'm okay. That one. Um, so now we have uh, a chain to retain the energy for the Reiki healing. Somewhere like the meditation is just clearing and um, mm-hmm. centering oneself before going to actual Reiki. And, and just being grounded and having a, like a detox, a real quick detox of anything that may be, uh, any boxes that may be occurring prior to going into the healing. Just go ahead and clear that out. Any doubts or concerns that may be taking place um, in the individual way that healers uh, feel or work field or energy field that may not even be uh, intelligible, they may not even be aware of it, but it's your subconscious issue. But that will help clear those issues, uh, you know, just ground and meditate beforehand, you know, get up that sheet, and then go into the actual Reiki uh, healing process. What we want to do, if you are um, wanting to go through the healing yourself tonight, then one of the things, well, some of the things recommended would be to uh, take off shoes, uh, glasses, and jewelry. Anything that may be on your body that's not natural, you know, stones are okay, you know, amethyst, or any type of stones you may feel comfortable having around, quartz, rose quartz, those are good, um, high vibrational energies for uh, true intent or hard intent, especially the rose quartz, good for, uh, good for the emotion of love to be submitted to the subconscious uh, nature of your of your psychology or your DNA. So that's uh those stones are all right, but try to remove anything like the glasses or uh, type uh, fitting jewelry that may cause a blockage in that in that area in general to blow up the energy. And for women to um try not to have all type like yoga pants or anything during your uh, a break session. Even when doing yoga, I don't know why they call yoga pants. Because yoga is a uh, feeling with breathing. So when we have on these tight pants, we're uh, obstructing the meridian system somewhat and uh, causing and a, a delay in the exchange of the breath or the energy, the vitality to get to where it's going. So it'll still be blocked because the pants are on or the shirt is too tight. And it's always good to have loose fitting clothes on when we're doing these. And cotton is one of the best um, type of materials or any natural substance, no nylon or anything like that. Just synthetic and been uh, made with other processes. But it would be natural ingredients as well as synthetic, but cotton itself, those type of materials are good for uh, allowing that energy or that, um, that breath or oxygen, that air to actually go into the skin and do what it do from that aspect. Remember, the skin is one of the most um, prolific areas for you know being able to obtain the energy through the pores. You know, it, it actually evacuates what we don't need, and it actually absorbs and takes in what we do need, just like the, the tree planted by the water. You know what I'm saying? That tree takes in um, carbon dioxide and gives off oxygen. We take in oxygen and give off carbon dioxide. But uh, so we, we build up that vitality, and then we go into the actual healing, the Reiki healing. So with the Reiki healing, as we're going through this, keep um, 
first thought we should always have is there is a hidden take that we know that already happened. That's the affirmation. And that we stand by that. We stand on that. All right, so we know that the healing is taking place, and and we're comfortable with that, so be comfortable in your position as you sit or lay as well and know that the healing is already happening. All right, so you can be, uh, if you're at home right now, you can lay down or you can sit comfortably in your chair. Just be relaxed wherever you are. And I, you know, I don't know personally where, you know, the ailment may be or what type of um, situation anyone is in, but um, we're going to pretty much, in particular, we're just going to uh, generate energy and and attention to the entirety of the of the whole structure and not take anything away, you know, and uh, exclude anything. So first and foremost, let's not just imagine again. Not, this isn't about visualization. It's about knowing. So just know there is a healing taking place. But also see yourself. Don't see. Don't visualize someone outside of yourself like the Moses character. I, I know uh, previously I've, I've stated to see someone holding a staff and uh, like Moses and having two serpents intertwining on that staff and and, and see that, but actually be that person holding the staff. You are the healer. You're healing yourself and you're healing others. So hold, see yourself with a long white robe on and look down at yourself and look at the staff that you're holding. It's a golden staff with two serpents going up that intertwine and they have golden, fiery, um, red eyes and stare into the eyes. Those are healing eyes. Eyes that the eyes of power and eyes of supreme intelligence. So as they intertwine, they go up. Remember this is the DNA and this is the spiraling effect of the energy, the permeating energy of the universe. So see this going through the entirety of your body aspect on the outside as well as you holding it in your hand and know this is the healing that is taking place within and without. So as you heal yourself, you're healing others. The energy is coming from the crown chakra, going down to the sacral chakra, and then out of the fingertips into the universe and healing. So as we go through this, and if you are looking at it, you are, you are actually going out of here. Remember, your sending energy is your right hand. Your receiving energy is your left hand. So as we send, you're sending out healing energy. Place your right hand out towards where you are. It could be anywhere. Just put your, it could be to the speaker. You know, just place your right hand out towards where you are directing your energy and your intent, your true intent, your heart intent. And allow that energy to come out of your fingertips. And remember, the energy comes down the crown chakra to the sacral chakra, the root chakra, where the energy, that the uh, abundance of energy, then comes back up to the heart chakra and then out to the hand. So really feel it coming out of the fingertips on your exchange of breath. So it's an inhalation of green into the crown chakra down to the sacral region. 
back into the heart chakra, then out the fingertips on the exhalation. So inhale, then down, then back up to the heart region, then exhale out the fingertips. And we exhale out the healing. All right, so now we're going to go into the actual Reiki. Oh, yeah, if you have incense, burning incense, so I'm burning. Right now, I got the, what am I, what I got lit up in there right now? I've been on a, a splurge here lately, getting a lot of incense. Um, I'm ordering on Amazon. I got like three boxes in my bookshelf right now. They, they come in handy, too. I have a fortune burner right now, and that's always good, but it smells good. It's very, it's very vibrant. Um, so you can burn incense, uh, candles, or whatever you feel comfortable for the uh, Ray K healing session. And this this is the I'm, – I'm going – I'm coaching through what you can do as far as the Ray K master as well. We're also about to do some activities. We're going to go through actual Ray K healing in a few moments. But uh, just a, a little guideline if you didn't know about certain things that you can do within those sessions of Reiki healing. You can do any type of, uh, you know, personal ritualistic spiritual cleansing or having it like smudge in the area or you can have uh, your your stones and your incenses and all those different types of things. And that's good. But let's get back into it. Um, all right, so let's uh, – we're going to do – the um, those three sounds, I mean four sounds, the Choke Ray, Seheke, uh, um, the Hasha Bishonin, and the Deke Mayos. So now we've, uh, we've obtained and retained the energy. I'm going to rub my hands together very briskly and then place my hands over my eyes. Before then, we'll go back to the, uh, I always enjoy the Tibetan involved, so I'm going to bring them back up, turn down the something, hold on, here we go. All right, so that's in the background. Um, hold on. Make sure it's in the background. Okay, so, um, okay, we have the Tibetan bowls going. Thank you. 
you are the holy man. Holding the bronze staff, the two serpents intertwined on the staff. As they as they meet, they have golden red eyes, and we stare and look at the serpent. And then we let that energy, same energy, be emitted out of the body going towards direction of heaven into the all. Now imagine the color green coming from the crown chakra going down through the entirety of the body and through every cell, through every structure and every part of your organism. The spiritual aspect, the mental, the emotional and the physical having to build into each part of you. Allow this vibrant color of green to go to your energy field, your org field, the power that you feel. Stay relaxed. Taking deep diaphragmic breaths through your nose. Breathe in for six, hold for three, breathe out for six. Breathe in for three, breathe out for three, breathe out for six. Again, I'm not sure where everyone is on, on the level of, um, of any type of activity of, of uh, disagreement within the body. So my main primary primary ghost is being uh, benefit the entirety of the body, the entirety of the being, each each aspect, each angle, the whole being. In this true heart intent of love, compassion, gratitude, acceptance, humility, honor, appreciation again. Encourage any unwanted disagreements. Of discontent, of complaint, anger, embrace these activities, toxic thoughts, and replace them with higher thoughts, with love and appreciation, of acceptance, courage. Struggle, emotiveness, 
prosperity, protection, good health, and the greater good of all. Remember, there is a healing taking place. Breathe in for six.
entirety of destruction, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. See, so spot healthy and vibrant. See, the house is going to be there to complete you. Note there is a healing taking place. We did six, both the three. Thank you. 
Imagine the color green. Purging out any toxicity and any blockages. Imagine this color green, this dark, vibrant color green, bright. Only throughout the entire field, green. Purifying the heart. Bringing about Uh, 
younger people as well as older people, like I was talking about earlier, nine-year-old who was just at the door again, he wanted to do something for us. But uh, he uh, always asked me, you know, what I'm eating or like, what's that? He's like, oh, first, you know, he's going to be draining in the cup. You know, it's like, oh, what you eating? That's nasty. You know, it's the first thing, of course, so he's going to jump at your conclusions because of not knowing of what's going on. You know, most people show what they don't know, of course, so we complain about what we don't really have any particular information about. There's more information that's developed in the pattern the less injury that's needed to be searching if there's information or the activation of the So the more knowledge one obtains, basically knowledge itself is and then the imminently knowledge stuff will go back to zero where we will see that all things that we are trying to particularly have interest in as information goes back to a goal of method. So take all things that we can acquire as knowledge basically from a, uh, a stream of information that is not part of the matrix, you could say, but basically that's the source. And the source like to look at in the circle, but that's just not possible with cap zero in mathematics or not state of nothing. It's a circle because that's not the source by any point or point of nothing or point that we can say is nothing because within that point is dark. Say dark not knowing or ignorance, but also darkness is a mystery. So when we where we are always looking for something in the natural thing or whatever that should be available in that process of functional creation will uh, inevitably show up. It will show up without any type of force. You know, force. I've learned to use that in uh, not just in, in you know, Tachi or martial arts, it's in other force, but I've learned to use it in life always to keep um, in, pers- in perspective or or just basically stay in the moment of creation. Don't, don't step outside of the body emotion and emotional exchange that is a, a brought. So, um, you know, seeing that those things are taking place, different things do um, do Manipulation of, uh, you know, the intentional manipulation of our emotions by way of, the, you know, via um, external mechanism. It could be anything, you know. I, I dropped, I dropped uh, my phone and it broke. You know, as soon as I dropped, oh, you know, I'm cussing this phone out and everybody in the room, I hate them now. So my phone just broke. You know, the phone is more important than my son, my daughter. That's in there, my son, you where that can go. But my phone don't work. So we had these, uh, these memory triggers due to different physical activities that we have uh, become accustomed to. But we find necessary and normal, but they're definitely not natural. So uh, when we alleviate some of these activities or we learn to balance these activities properly in our transition, then the energy that's not exerted through the emotional change on the lower face will then be able to operate on a higher 
intention by true intent of our heart is to do that balancing mechanism and harmony. And then we can see a wider creation outside of that. You know, it's been beautiful out here on the east here uh, the last few weeks, even though we are just entering the winter. If you recall last December 17th of uh, 2014, it was uh, like 80 degrees. I know in this part of the country, it's an uh, exceptionally high temperature than the average for the moment or whatever. So uh, this year, we've had a couple of weeks this uh, this weather pattern, these weather patterns, and uh, as I spoke on before, the, uh, those different systems that's out here, you know, Hawk and all that, the uh, chemtrails and everything, the LHC, and then the emotional exchange with the lower base senses or Kundalini uh, energy that may be stacked, and how it can be. Uh, somewhat manipulated or the intentional manipulation of our emotions by way of, uh, like I was saying, by way of uh, external mechanism. So that energy when it's assimilated and then manipulated or, or altered externally by things or by emotions externally, then it can be utilized against us. So in order for us to really go about uplifting humanity, we must have and actually can acquire a, a very high amount of spiritual activity within our life. And that, that means we need um, the abundance of vitality, basically intelligence flowing through and permeating through our body. And that's like Reiki, meaning the universal life force, which permeates the entirety of reality. And reality is us. We are connected to that and since we are from the ocean, you know, we've heard it before many times before by different by different um, by the ancestors of the past. They uh, take a cup of water out of the ocean but it's still the ocean. It may not be the quality or quantity or it may not be the quantity but it's definitely the quality has the same property still in that cup and still the oyster. So we are in this cup as an individual soul or whatnot. Yet we are still a drop of water that has been, you know, that has came or floated to the air pocket of, of time and space, so to speak, and now is uh, evolved or really stepped down that matter of creation into a physical substance, a physical pain observe ourselves on the lower point from a higher position. And we think that we are just by higher we're in a higher position. That would be that point of zero. And you know, we talked about that in the what is the point. But I'll go back into some of those topics again to really be able to elaborate more the clarity. Now that I I'm developing a system somewhere with some of this information. Um, you know, I'm new at this a little bit, but um, trying to get, you know, become more harmonious with uh, how to bring this to light. Some of this, some of this information isn't new. It just may be new the way I, I might be bringing it to the table. But um, this is all ancient information. This is first world order information. 
You know what I'm saying? So this uh, this intelligence or whatnot, just within everything and everybody, and just tapping into it, it's uh, it's a process to to really be able to be engulfed with it and to walk with it every day. It takes uh, take discipline. I can go through it, you know. I'll, I'll be fighting it like all the time. And there is a balance, though. You know, have fun with it. Yet, don't force anything. Because it's always going back to uh, true intent and true heart intent. Always remember to. Whenever we, I mean, I'm not saying that this is what is actually stone to each his own. But if you really, if you really look at what's happening, we can. You know, just by observing and then taking an account and the soul of uh, things that's taking place outside of the If we continue to feed, uh, you know, feed this reality, our reaction to our emotions on a lower sense of fear, then it's going to keep. This is going to keep happening. So, feed that feed it love. You know, feed that feed it that. You know, the inner smile. Remember, everything that's outside started from the internal, the internal reality. So, this universal internal reality that's inside of us is already healed. You know, but since the external reality is toxic, you know, what, you know, delivers dealing with spring. So that's also dealing with the element of fluid. That means, like, so that's the toxic reality of the vegetation with the, you know, the chemicals that's being introduced to our crop. And so we can go through all the organs and we can look at each organ and see that whatever the element that stands with that organ, we can also see that something external or something in our environment has a priority as well that's related to that organ system. For instance, the lungs is dealing with, uh, with metal, traditional Chinese medicine, or the toxicity of aluminum, the toxicity of uh, burning that's reaching our lungs and then through the chemical warfare that's taking place in chemtrail and just place into our, our secretary system and eventually reaches the I neurons or the synapses in my brain. So um, that aluminum or metal reflective of the external reality that's going on in our in our internal reality as well, or our organ or our organ system with our lungs. So all the senses, like internally or externally, are originating internally, and we are refocused in that energy. Pretty much the seesaw effect, no doubt. So let's exchange those lower vibrations of, uh, you know, wantonness, of grief, of uh, fear, basically, you know, of anger. You know, let's exchange all those for peace, you know, high vibrations of love, passion, humility, you know, acceptance, and, uh, and appreciation for all. You know, no matter what's going on outside, and, you know, the other day I was in someone, I, you know, I, I talk about these stories or whatever. You're going through things, 
because I observe things, and I try not to judge the situation, but I observe what's going on. But it's in the car, someone's giving me a ride after the next time I ran a town. I got a ride back home. So we went by the grocery store. I don't know. Some, I wanted some water. So we stopped by there. I was, she was pulling up. She was pulling up. And as she was pulling up, someone was trying to pull out of a parking spot. There's a little confusion because uh, she was already out. The person that was coming out was out, but he was coming in the wrong direction. Something was going on with coming out. They were going in the wrong direction, coming out. But, uh, you know how the parking space is supposed to go in the direction of the, of the arrow, but they were coming in the wrong direction. But the person driving the car I was in started cussing. After the other person that pulled back up into that spot, let the other spot get into the parking space next to them. She started cussing at the person that pulled back in because they, they got an attitude for going back to the parking spot. But she started cussing the bus and saying, you know, she wanted, I, I think she wanted me to react too. But she saw that my reaction was on the level of uh, being aggressive. You know, I had already changed. You know, I've you know, been practicing for a few years now, but I, you know, I stabilized hard by not going into a reactive mode. And I saw, I, you know, I visualized her fussing and then getting out the car and both of them fighting and all that. I've seen all that. But instead of that taking place, I also saw me smiling and waving, which I did, and, and saying thank you to the um, European that pulled back into the parking space and allowed us to get the next parking space over. But the person that was driving with me, she kept on busting and stuff. And she, then when she, when I came back to the car, she noticed the way she was there. She was there because she thought my reaction wasn't a reaction. I was basically, I, I was not emotional about it. And I was like, I was just like, yeah, sometimes, you know. And I got out the car and I, I had much to reflect on that situation. At the time, back then, she, uh, she said, uh, I wasn't trying to be mean, but she looked like she was in the attitude about um, going back in her pocket. But I didn't see that. Uh, you know, she, uh, my friend threw the horn out and everything. Like, yeah, guys, they're going to wait. Don't let me buy. I said, you know, I see you coming out the wrong way. And you're wrong for that. You're also wrong. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, too, for me, what I do is, what I do, but I look at it like this. I do not know what's going on that the life before they got to that point. That's what I always do. I always think about bigger situation, the bigger picture, the whole of the situation, not just what's happening at that moment. That's affecting the situation. What caused it? You know, the etiology, you know, of the situation, of what's going on. So what caused what's causing us to be like this is actually actuality, the um, the reactive emotions, the overreactive emotions on the lower basis. So to get that reactive healing going on within by always um, we're activating that inner smile is a good way for inner healing, and then being able to admit that healing and, and send it out to others. You know what I'm saying? Always find humor in everything. Do not try to find a problem with the situation. Do not do not look for wrong. The 
it's a, one of my old sayings is I see right in our wrong ways. You know, sometimes the things that we're thinking is wrong, what we're doing is actually right. So when we're going out looking for something to be wrong, we are actually finding what's wrong because we are creating the problem by looking and observing. Again, we're, you know, creating the problem by collapsing the way through, you know what I'm saying? So as soon as the researcher or the observer goes into the experiment or as soon as the human mind goes into the agreement of our attention being usurped, then the natural processing and functions of creation is then undeveloped and somewhat manipulated by the worldview in place of the natural, creative, imaginative view of the unseen. It's been a wonderful evening. I'm about to get into a little uh, a little yoga, probably wind down for a couple of, it's 9.37. It's, it's been a, a beautiful, like we, I was saying earlier, that, uh, you know, with this weather thing, the weather patterns and whatnot, it's been beautiful, you know, and uh, and everything for the past few weeks, you know, stay just uh, everyone. Let's just stay humble and uh, stay stay positive. There's a lot going on out here. I know, I'm I know, uh, you know, what I'm saying just looking through Alex's looking box and whatnot. I mean, Alex's looking glass. Uh, I, I know there's some things going on in everybody's neighborhoods, uh, in general life, in general, you know. It might not be you that's is going, going through something, but something up the street, somebody just got shot, you know, a little girl, a little boy right up the block from you, and this ain't even happened. This, ain't, this is something new to you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? On this street? You know, somebody just broke into that? What? Now? They got to a car accident? Who had cancer? They're only two years old, you know, and I know these things are happening all around. But stay humble and stay positive. Keep always remember, always keep a smile. Don't don't go into the complaints of the situation. Find happiness in the situation because once we feed it negative emotion, then that negative emotion is going to reverberate throughout that uh, cluster of toxicity that's already existing. It's going to create more toxicity can't heal with toxicity. Got to, you know, put water on that thing to kill off all that fire. Remember, toxicity or acid means fire or an abundance of heat that's being generated within the body as well as within the external reality of the world. So we need to cool that off with compassion and with love or alkaline substance, which would be in turn live food when dealing with material substance, but also will be intelligent when it pertains to the mechanisms of breath and healing within and without. So that's that spirit, and that's where the magic resides. The magic is within that intelligence. The more of that intelligence that one is the far the more magical life will become. Obtain, retain, and cultivate 
body of purging your thoughts and your actions. And in doing so, the function and the activity of spirit or intelligence will be truthful through the true intent of one's nature, and it will be also right, or, you know, the activation. Thanks. So I say, I say, if I'm I'm not here next week, is and I did get through, I got um, through with one test, give thanks, uh, finished it out last week while I was at work and whatnot. Uh, I went out of town the other week. In my, uh, well, I'm not going to go through that, but give thanks and everything. Uh, go ahead and sign off for the evening. I've always, I always enjoy uh, everyone. Until next time, I will be, um, I'll see you next time, you know. I'm going to leave out with um, Dr. of Mastery. Dr. of Mastery, that's that drunk with uh, Dr. John Henry Clark at the beginning. Give thanks to the brother for his his wonderful information and how he um, develops a lot of good, a lot of good, in, in, you know, information or intelligence that's obtained to our ancestors and bridging that that gap back to uh, to us, you know, here in, in the West and allowing us to see who we are from an indigenous standpoint as well as from an ancient African viewpoint as well. Just give thanks to that brother. I peace, blessing, peace, prosperity, protection, good health, and um, as well as the greater good of all. See you next time. Peace. Thank you very much, but it's it's really not trivia. It's big. African thinking, African philosophy is a big thing. But Africans think and Africans do in a different way. I'm in the pimped out old school, changeable, chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean interior, 65 something, no dreaming, side beams, light streams, some faulty faucets. Drinking false hopes, wash our brain with soap. Operatives lurk over shoulders at work. Frail supervisors, I fail super fly snooker. Super flex Luca, referee shooter. Positions elevated, ain't no guessing, ain't no reason. What's the purpose? Nothing's accidental. We met a long time ago. Age was cosmic, universal. Before social changed its color of law, a book that I saw. Equilibrium, stealth comedian. You are trapped in this society. They live in a we society. And Europeans live in a me society. It's a different kind of concept.
rising The holiday in Friday, Christmas weekend Trapped in the calendar Beastly transformations See, look, observations Cypher nano, pick the tempo Ratio Running from a dirty toe Frito, eating Cheetos I've worked three jobs, paid for three homes Michael Reno and Tito Ten man line, scarecrow the art did not even sign his name because the art was created for the whole people. And when you 